0: You are listening to episode 222 of This is Type 1. Today, we're talking about when pumps break and what to do when it happens. So, both of our pumps broke recently, which is interesting timing. Pumps breaking is not uncommon, so we do need to be prepared for that eventuality with backups and also knowing what to do, which really just means like who to call, what to do when it happens, do you have any backups, like things like that. So, my... My broken pump. So I wear the Tandem T Slim X2. And if you're familiar with those, it's a touchscreen pump that has a button on the top. And the only way for the screen to turn on is if you have an alert or an alarm happen on the pump or you press the button. And my button stopped working. So it had actually been really hard to use that button for the last several months to a year. It was, I would have to press it in a really particular place, I would have to press it really hard. I would have to press it multiple times just to get the screen to turn on if it was if it wasn't already active from like an alert or an alert or an alarm and that made it really difficult also for me to turn it off so I ended up resorting to the tandem trick of pressing the touch screen three times in a place that doesn't activate a menu or activate something on the screen and that turns it off like that will turn the screen off it's a safety mechanism so that if you have your pump like against your skin and it accidentally starts pressing buttons, that feature prevents you from accidentally giving yourself insulin if it presses three times in a place that's not actually an activation or a, like a trigger. So the final death of this button happened at like 1.50 a.m. when I wanted to check the time on my pump and I could feel that the, the pump button was just super spongy. And that just means, like, in a normal functioning button on the tandem, you can feel the little like dot or divot underneath that is the button function. And at one fifty that morning, I could not feel that button anymore, and so it was just a really spongy thing where I just press it in and nothing happens. And so at that point, I was like, okay, this thing is completely dead. And I still wanted to see what my blood sugar was, obviously. And so by my bed, I keep the power cord, and I knew that if I pressed the pa- if I put the power cord in, it would turn the screen on. And so I quickly like shoved it in there. And- and the screen turned on, I was able to see everything. And then I would press the screen three times to make it make it go black and realize that I would have to call support that morning because if I can't turn my pump on without a little jolt of power from a battery pack or from my charger, then this is really a problem. And so I called support and they had to do had me do the standard troubleshooting, which really just involves pressing the dead button in multiple times under multiple circumstances to confirm that yes, the button is dead. And they would send me a replacement. And they did overnight it, which was great. But during that process of talking to support, they asked if I had uh, backup supplies, which yes, I did. They asked if I had long-acting insulin. Yes, I do. So all the things that you would need in case your pump actually does stop working completely, like if the battery had also died at that time, and I didn't have a, a way to get myself insulin, then that would constitute an emergency. But because I'm somebody who hoards supplies and things like that, I, yes, I have long acting insulin. And yes, I have actually my old tandem pump, which is my like emergency backup. So if something had happened before the overnighted pump got there, then I would be fine. But in the meantime, I had to give this dying pump a jolt of power anytime that I wanted to turn the screen on, which was really annoying. So I had to carry a little battery pack around with my extra cord and then. If I was in the middle of a workout and I needed to see what my blood sugar was or I needed to do something on the pump because my phone could tell me what my blood sugar was, I would have to pull out my, <laughs> pull out my battery pack with the cord and like plug it in and make sure it wasn't in for too long and all of that lovely stuff. Because I had actually completely charged the pump the morning that I called support, which meant that I had 100% battery on the day it died and I had to wait for it to completely die before I could even transfer anything to the new pump. So I found out from full charge, my T-Slim in particular under those circumstances lasted 104 hours, which was a really long time when I wanted to just switch pumps. But ultimately, my sensor session was actually able to transfer. So I waited until the old pump completely died. I waited until after it died, we put it in the farthest corner of the apartment and I set a timer for like half an hour just to make sure that the sensor wasn't still connected to that pump. Because if I had tried to transfer it when the pump was still active, like the old one, then it probably would have said um like in like um something about the transmitter already being in use, because the transmitter can only be connected to one medical device at a time. So I had to wait com- until it was completely disconnected to the old pump in order to transfer it to the new pump. And this was nice because I had actually had to start a new sensor session. I think it was the day after the new pump arrived, but before the battery died. And so in order to not lose any sensor data, I just started the new sensor on the old pump while it was dying. And then it was able to transfer all of that to the new pump, which was awesome because I actually didn't end up having to calibrate. The transfer process involved just waiting until the old pump died, putting the the transmitter ID into the new pump, and then starting starting a new sensor session without a code. And that let it start right up, which was really awesome. I did not have to wait two hours, which was extra awesome. And it didn't ask for calibration. So it was like triple awesome right there. That was like the one thing I was really worried about was having to do calibrations when I started without a code. So ultimately, it was from, I think, Monday morning at well 1.50am until like Friday afternoon that... I got the new pump all set up and then I had to ship the old pump back and it was all good. And now my, I have a pump with a button that works. So that was a week before my last trip to Denver that I was like, I really hope this all happens before I have to leave on Monday. (laughs) Cause I would not have wanted to deal with that. The most frustrating part about the whole thing was waiting for the old pump to die. (laughs) It's like, how can you still be alive? It's 104 hours to die. You know how annoying it is
1: too, especially when it's like just about to die and then it doesn't, but it keeps making noise. So it no, you know that it's about to die, but it has to tell everybody that it's about to die because it's panicking. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And it was like, plug your pump in or else we're going to stop insulin delivery. I'm like, yes, please die. I want please you to do. stop. Yes. <laughs> and it died faster the closer it got to 0%. And yeah. i like, oh, like one that's... or 2%, it'll actually completely stop delivery. And then I had to wait like another 10 minutes for actually to expire. It was great. So... <laughs> What was your broken pump experience?
1: Mine was a little bit traumatizing. I'm not going to lie. So the first time my pump ever broke, I was in middle school. And I don't remember too much about it. But I do remember being so panicked that I had to go back on shots. And if you remember with like the old Medtronic pumps, the ones that were colorful, like the pink one and the blue one, all the fun colors, which they should totally bring back. But that's just my opinion. How the battery pack at the bottom of the pump You could tell where the battery was and like where the pump was. So the first time in middle school, the pump itself actually fell out the bottom of my pump. So every time I wanted to give insulin, I would have to hold the button on there for it to actually deliver anything. And I didn't know if it was delivering the right amount or anything like that. So I told the school nurse one day and I was like, yeah, my pump has been kind of doing this weird thing. I really don't know about it. Do you want to look at it? And she called my dad like within 20 seconds. And she was like, So Jesse's pump is broken. <laughs> and she said it has been broken for the last six weeks. She was so mad at me. I didn't know any better. Wait, you were doing the whole like finger trick for six
0: weeks? Yeah. Yeah. How did your parents
1: I, not notice? Oh, well, I was completely independent by this time. Like oh. when I was 10, like when I started going to middle school, like upper elementary. Lower middle school, I was completely like, my parents didn't have anything to do with my diabetes at that point because I really wanted to be independent and like fought them every time they wanted to do something. I was like, no, I'm doing it. Why would you do it? It's not your <laughs> life. <laughs> I was a very stubborn child when it came to that stuff. <laughs> so they didn't know just because they, I didn't tell them. So it's nothing with them. It's just literally, I just didn't want to worry them or anything. And then Got a new pump out of it, so it was totally fine. Anyways, <laughs> and then about ten years later, this happened. So, a couple of days prior to this episode of like a pump breaking happened, I wasn't really feeling right. My blood sugars weren't doing what they normally should be doing. I wasn't feeling good, and I thought I was just getting a cold or I was just getting sick. And I had supplies with me. I had insulin shots with me. So if anything actually like really went wrong. Really, something happened. I knew I was going to be fine. But so the story goes I was at practice, like in the middle of doing a drill, and my blood sugar was feeling really weird. So I went over to the sidelines. I got my test kit out that, that is specific for my rugby bag. And I get got the test out. And I was feeling weird. So I tested. I was totally fine. I was a little high for practice. So I grabbed my pump and I was like looking at it. I put it in. I go to bolus. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me just run this through really fast. And I was like feeling something weird on the back of my pump. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder if there's something stuck on it. So I turned it over. There's literally a hole. It was a crack and a hole in my pump, like in the actual pump, not in a case, not in anything, but an actual hole in the pump. Nothing was coming out of it. It was just like, you know, those puzzle pieces. And then you have like the whole puzzle made, but there's just one piece in the middle that isn't there. That was that. Pretty much. Yeah. Do you want to see a picture? I wonder if I have a picture of it still. Well,
0: we can post a picture of it in the show notes if you have one. But so it wasn't leaking insulin. It was just there was this hole there and a crack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was like two big cracks going to either side. And then there was like a hole right where they met. So I don't know exactly what happened. I didn't drop it prior to this. But it was...
0: Okay. Yeah. We'll have to uh, put that picture in the show notes. Yeah, we definitely will. So everybody else can see the magic that happened.
1: (laughs) It was really great. So I looked at it and it took me a solid second to like process that. Oh, that's nice. I just had to stare and hold my pump for a second being like, I really... Okay, this is not the right place to deal with this. So I go over to my, my coach and she knows that I'm diabetic. She's known for like Years and year, like since I met her, I was like, can I play with diabetes? She's like, of course. Why would you even ask? Come play. You're on the field. She's just kind of one of those people. So I went over to her and I was like, so I think I need to go home. And she looks at me. and She's like, are you okay? You didn't throw up or anything like good. And I looked at her and I was like, no, I think my insulin pump just broke. She's like, what do you mean? You think your insulin pump just broke? And I like showed it to her and she goes, oh yeah, you're going home. You're, You're done. You're done. Go get your stuff. You're going home. I was like, "Thanks, Kari. I'll see you later." <laughs> so I went to my instead. I went to my car and I called my dad. I was like, "Hey, I just want you to know that my pump just broke. I'm calling Medtronic now." I honestly, I wasn't panicked at all. I've gone through so much stuff with diabetes, and like, just I was exhausted. I didn't even like care. I knew I had stuff. I have long-acting insulin. I know what to do. I wasn't worried. 100% not worried, which was really nice because I finally got to the point where I'm like secure enough being on my own and to take care of myself. So after that, I called my tronic and I was on the phone for two hours and just waited and finally got a hold of somebody on their emergency line. And yeah, call them and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, do you have a question. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: So uh, you started off with saying that it kind of traumatized you, but then you're saying, oh, it was cool, as cool as a cucumber. So what about it traumatized you? I
1: think just like looking at my pump and like seeing it was broken and oh. not knowing what happened to it was oh. kind of traumatic because it was in my backpack, but I don't mess with my backpack. Everybody knows not to mess with my stuff because it's medical. Yeah. No one kicked it. No one did anything to it. There was no one around. There wasn't a crack in it before I even went to practice that day. I hadn't dropped
0: it. Nothing happened
1: until I pulled it
0: out. It could be like this weird manufacturer's defect. And it just chose that moment to be like.
1: I think so. I really think, I don't know what else I could have done differently. Could have, I didn't drop it at all. Even the guy asked me on the phone, he was like, did you drop it? And I was like, no, I didn't. No one kicked it. No one dropped it he was like, that's really weird. I was like, I know I've had it for two years too. So I don't really know. Sorry. (laughs) Can't give you an answer. He was like, okay, well, let's get you a new one. And so I answered all the questions and we went through the warranty and I was like, okay, this is fine. He was like, you have insulin, right? Like you're, you're good. Are you okay? I was like, oh, I'm fine. This is just the part of being diabetic. And he was like, okay sounds good. We'll have that to you by tomorrow. And they did. And I just transferred all of the data over and let my old pump die. And I went out to dinner and treated myself to... Well, my mom was in town. So we went to Texas Roadhouse and I got a nice
0: big steak. <laughs> and then the clip broke? Yeah. The next day, the clip snapped. <laughs> <laughs> was this the clip on a holster or does the pump itself come with the clip?
1: The pump comes with like an attachable clip to it like just to just a clip onto like your pants and stuff and like part of where it attaches so it's like a double slit kind of a thing so okay. the part that goes behind just broke off so now it's i still have it on the pump because i haven't i called medtronic and they're sending one but since it's a non-emergent thing they haven't right. like quite gotten it to me yet but then the clip where it holds onto the pump and the clip It just broke. It's a very thin piece of plastic. I knew it was going to break eventually. And then it just broke the next day. And I was just like, well, that's just my luck. So my dad's sending me a new one. (laughs) like, I'm going to help this.
0: Well, the moral of this Broken Pumps episode (laughs) is to have backups. Have your supplies in case this does happen because it will eventually happen. So have your long acting, have your backup pump. Know what you're going to do in the event of whatever happens. And besides knowing where all your backups are and how to use them, the first thing you should do is call your pump company to get a replacement, especially if it's in warranty. If it's not in warranty, then you are possibly able to get like a loaner pump. I know that some companies will do loaner pumps, but it's probably going to be like costing you a bit if you are out of warranty and your pump breaks. So maybe that's a whole other episode topic all by itself is when you're out of warranty. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> when I went out of warranty, I immediately got a new pump. All right. Any last words for people who have broken pumps?
1: Definitely have extra insulin on hand. If you don't know how to do, if you don't have any long acting insulin, definitely get some, but there are ways to do use Humalog or Levin, not Novalog or like short acting insulins as long acting insulins. You just have to do more shots. And One thing I will say was when I went to the doctor's office, they gave me an emergency plan. Like they literally can give you a plan on what to do when stuff goes wrong with phone numbers, contacts, their contacts, overnight nurse hotlines, stuff like that. They will absolutely give those to you. So definitely ask for one the next doctor's pump you get. But that's about it.
0: All right. Now it is your turn. Has your pump broken on you yet? Most of us will definitely experience this thing happening in our lifetimes if not, once, if not multiple times. So it's typically not if, but when. So the question to ask yourself is, are you prepared? And if you aren't, then as Jesse just said, your uh, medical team can help you with an emergency plan. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com slash community. I can't wait to see you there.